do the Sefer HaMitzvahs, uh, the Book of Mitzvahs of the Rambam. So today it's the uh, second portion of the, um, of, of the second day. We started yesterday. Yesterday we read the introduction. Today we're going to do the first three principles that the Rambam sets up. The Rambam brought down 14 principles, but today we're going to do the first three. Uh, I'm not sure we can sit through all three of them. Let's see how long, how far we get, okay? Okay, so first we'll start with the first principle. The Rambam's first principle is that it's not fitting to uh, that in in these included in the mitzvahs, we don't count, it's not fitting to count those commands that are only from rabbinic origin. And the Rambam says like this, I want you to know I shouldn't even have to. I shouldn't even have to address it. Basically, to 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 bring this up and to explain this, because since if you look the language of the Talmud, all the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs are based on this saying of the Talmud. The Talmud says that there are six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs that were told to Moshe at Sinai. So, so how can we possibly say that something which is of rabbinic origin, that that should be counted? Uh, it wasn't around even then. It, was, it came into being later. So Hashem didn't command it at that time. So how could we even say it? So he says, I shouldn't have even really addressed it. However, I will hear your love. But they did sort of make, make no, me notice of this because many people did make a mistake. And like we said, there were many other people that uh, enumerated the 630 mitzvahs. And they, the Rambam, and the Rambam writes, they did make this mistake. And very timely today, in which we're going to light the Hanukkah menorah. So he says, those other commentators, they counted the lamp of Hanukkah, which of course is from rabbinic origin, as well as the Mikra Megillah, as the reading of the Megillah, they counted that the Chalal Mitzvahs say they included it in the positive mitzvahs. So then that would be like another of the 630 mitzvahs, 248 that are positive. So they counted the reading of the Megillah and the lighting of the Hanukkah lamp. Likewise, the fact that you know we one should say one hundred blessings every day, they made that into a mitzvah too. and then they what they did is comforting the mourners, and visiting the sick, sick and uh, and burying of the dead, and dressing uh, clothing those the unclothed, the naked ones, and the calculating of the seasons, you know, to know when to set up the different, the holidays, and the 18 days to complete the halal. Now, I'm not sure why the uh, Rambam's objection is to some of the mitzvahs that is bringing down over here as being from rabbinic origin, because maybe in the Torah... Uh, it's just in a general sense. We find that Hashem visited the sick. We find that Hashem comforted the mourners. The Gemara learns it out from different verses. Uh, but maybe all these specific details are maybe Midrabana. Maybe that's where the Rambam is bringing it out. I have to look at the commentaries. I'm not sure why. But the Rambam says, but uh, so there, there were some people that counted it in such a way. And that's why he says he has to object to that. The Rambam says, the Toma al Mishi Yishma uh, and one who will hear their their language, what what does it mean? Never Sinai. So what does the Talmud mean when it says it was given? It was said to Moshe at Sinai. Uh, 
Yimene Kriris Ahalil Sheshibach Bo David Olav Hashem Zakel Yisbarich. Now I just want to say maybe those other mitzvahs are not necessarily the Rambam just bring them as examples what they counted, but along with the other ones, maybe those those are from the Torah. Then he's not objecting to that. I'm not sure exactly, but uh, but the Rambam says. How could you count the reading of the Hallel, which in which David, a peace unto him, he praises Hashem. That's Hallel. Hallel is the praise of Hashem. And that was done by whom? That was done by David. What are you saying? He says the, 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 here we're talking about praise that David, all of Hashem, is praising as Akeli Yisbarach. How could Moshe command Something which David is is going to institute later, praising Hashem, and Moshe Rabbeinu is making that into a mitzvah. It's a halal Now, the Yimna Ner and he's counting the lamp of Hanukkah, which the sages set up on the second temple. This, this middle of the second temple happened the miracle of Hanukkah. How could you say likewise the reading of the Megillah? Now the Megillah was between the first and the second temple. How could we possibly count them as mitzvahs? Omnam. So, so he says like this. However, he says like this. Let's say, for example, Shenaniach. Let's sort of uh, assume for a moment. Shenemar lemoshe b'Sinai that Moshe was said on Sinai sheitzavenu that he should command us. Why? Kikshei yebachris mamlachteinu that at the end when we will have a government. And such and such is going to happen with the Greeks. Then it's chayiv laadlik ner Hanukkah. Uh, then we'll be high on Hanukkah. So maybe you're going to say that even though it happened later, it wasn't yet relevant at the time, but maybe Hashem, knowing what the future holds, had told him at that point to do it. Okay. So he says, I don't see that anyone would imagine this, or this lantern you thought that this is really the meaning of the commandments for something that's going to be, be later on. He doesn't uh, refute that, just says it just doesn't. Basically, it doesn't, it's not rationally to say that, that that's what took place over there. Then he goes weiter. Then he says, but we have a, uh, a general command, which is called loisosur. The Torah tells us, do not turn away from the words of the rabbi, which is basically the, the source the, uh, of all the mitzvahs of the Rabbonon is based on what the rabbis told us, not to turn away. So he says, loisosur einoifich, the Rabbonon That would not make a rabbinic origin mitzvah into a Torah command. Just because the Torah tells us to listen to the rabbis, so therefore anything the rabbis make becomes a, 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 a Torah. Okay, so he says that, that, that doesn't have, the Torah is just saying to you, listen to what the rabbis say, but it doesn't make every mitzvah that the rabbis say into a Torah commandment just because the Torah said, uh, listen to, to them. So when the uh, when the mother goes out and leaves the daughter in charge of the little children, so and he tells to the children they have to listen to the to what they say. It doesn't make that child into the mother. It just makes it for a monitor for temporarily. But it doesn't. The chacham basically says that the, the rabbana will go ahead and tell you what to do at the time. But it doesn't make it. It doesn't get the strength of of the term. Now, so the Rambam writes like this. It says, what seems to me, what brought them to that idea? How did they come up with this idea? Is, since we go and make on these matters, we make a bracha. 
What do we say? We say, He has commanded us to read the Megillah. Or we say, And to light the Hanukkah lamp. And also, Some have the language Ligmar to complete the halal. Uh, the whole halal to zero. So, and then, what happens? So the Shalas HaTalmud. So the Gemara asks, how are we making a bracha that he commanded us? Hechin Tzivanu, where, where were we commanded? Va'amru, and the, the, the Gemara says, Meloi Sasur, because the Torah says, don't turn away. So, therefore, it means that we have to listen to the Chachamim, and that's what we're saying, he has commanded us, Hashem commanded us. So because we're saying that we're making the bracha, that he's commanded us, and the Talmud says, because we, the Torah tells us that we can't turn away from the words of the sages, so, so if this is if that would be the reason why they counted it, so then it would be fitting to count anything that comes from the rabbinic origin. You have to count everything. For everything that the Chachamim told us to do, and anything that they warned us not to do. So Moshe Rabbeinu is already a peace unto him and Sinai told us that we are instructed to fulfill whatever the rabbis are going to say. So anything the rabbis are going to come up throughout the generations, we have already a command. That becomes a mitzvah. And that is when he said over there, that by the instruction, the Torah, that they teach you, and on the judgment that they tell you, you shall do. So there is a positive, actually, command to go by their instruction. And also, and blessed me, he is warned that from, from transgressing the matter and anything that they have instituted or they decreed, we're warned not to do against it. They said, quoting the verse, you shall not turn away from the matter that they tell you, whether right or left. And if you're going to call anything, if you're going to count anything which is from the Rabbonin, you're going to say that this is part of the 630 mitzvahs, because that goes a part of don't turn away, it's going to be included in the general command, don't turn from what they tell you. So why did they only count these details? We talked about Hanukkah and about Megillah. Why not the other ones? Just like they counted the lighting of the Hanukkah lamp and reading the Megillah, they should have also counted washing one's hand. We say this is with Rabbana. The mitzvah of Erev, when we make a combination, whether it's Erev Tchumim, Erev Chatzeris, there is a special blessing. For we do make the bracha who has commanded us in the mitzvah to wash the hand. And for the mitzvah of Eidu. Just like we make the bracha for reading the Megillah, the lights of Hanukkah, and everything with the Amru, And in explanation, the Chacham will say, that the first, you know, articulatedly, the Chacham say that the first waters, the first water means until you die, versus what you wash your lips, uh, what you do, they say it's a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, my mitzvah, what is the mitzvah of the one? 
So he says clearly it's a mitzvah to listen to Chachamim. It's the same exact source. Kemoi Shamru b'Mikra Megillah v'Nerecha Megillah v'Nerechanika. Just as the Talmud says with regards to reading the Megillah and the Lachanika Lamb, Heichin Tzivanim Eloi Sasser. That we were recommended because it says Eloi Sasser. Ukabar his buyer. We already explained. Shakol Mashetikma Neviim Aleim Asholim. That everything that was instituted by the prophets is peace unto them. That once they're after Moshe Rabbeinu, after our teacher Moshe, who came came with the Rabbonon. That's also with the Rabbonon. So not only the rabbis and later like in the Talmud, but even anybody who follows Moshe Rabbeinu, starting after Moshe Rabbeinu, is already considered from the rabbis. And he brings an example. It says like, like this. When Shlomo, so Shlomo was a king, King Solomon, when he instituted the mitzvah of Eruv and washing of the hands, Yadaim and the hands, so there was a voice that came out and said, That's what verse David Amelech said, My son is wise, so my heart will rejoice. So when he instituted that. And it was articulated in other areas. The Erevin is called from the rabbis. He's just bringing further evidence that you cannot make it the Torah. And the Yadayim is Medivri Sofrim. And the hands are all Medivri Sofrim. So we say it's from the words of the scribes. So you see clearly that these are non-biblical commands. In his so, so here you have already been explained. Everything that has been instituted after Moshe is called from the rabbis. So, it says like this, but, but however, I explained to you this, that, so don't think that the reading of the Megillah, because it's been instituted by the prophets, that it should be called the Raisa. So he's saying, maybe you're going to think that why is it the Torah? Because it's actually on an earlier level. It's not really from the sages. It comes from, uh, from, from an earlier time. It came from the prophets. I explained to you what I said. Because, because here the proof is, you can see the Erev is from the, rabbi, from the rabbis. Even though it was instituted by Solomon, and his, uh, the son of David and his court. So he, he, he's even before the prophets that instituted the reading of the, of the Megillah, which was in the time of Mordechai and Esther, which, uh, between the first and the second temple, which were the time of the pro- prophets over there. So he says, Hatoz b'meniyas mitzvahs derabonon. The mistake in counting mitzvahs derabonon, v'zau she and this is, has been hidden actually from others from beside the other people who made, they make, it's, it's something hidden they made a mistake basically he's saying he's saying like for what why did they count dressing the naked clothing the one who doesn't have clothes on uh, is giving him why did they count it a mitzvah because you saw a verse in Isaiah over there it says that when you see somebody naked, you shall cover him. So there's a mitzvah to, to give him the clothing, yeah? From God edit. God gave 
Adam and Eve closed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but okay, but we're not talking as a mitzvah. That was a story what happened over there, okay? But Velo Yodash is a nichnas tachas oimri yizborich. But they didn't realize that this goes part of the general command. Hashem says that you have to give the poor person enough, whatever is lacking is, you have to fill his needs, whatever is lacking. So we don't need a separate posik to tell you you have to dress him up. The Torah says give him all his needs. All of the needs includes clothing him. That's what he needs. So what is the concept of that command to give the poor what he needs? Who believes suffolk is without a doubt. That we should feed somebody who is hungry. We should cover somebody who is naked. We should give a bed covering for one who doesn't have a bed covering. And a garment. One who doesn't have a garment, we should give him a garment. And we should help somebody who is single that has no way of getting married to help him help him make the marriage. I mean, mostly we talk about financially, but that would also include helping other people do a shidduch, helping them out. And we shall give riding abilities to one who is accustomed to ride. As it is public in the language of the Talmud. This is all included under the saying of Dei Machsoyde. That enough to that is lacking. So he says the language of the Talmud by these was connected in in, in other language and not in the clear language. And uh, he says they 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 must have not had a a, a wrong version because had it not been for some mistake in their Talmud or what they or other languages or something, or I'm not sure maybe he's trying to say uh, maybe uh, they didn't express themselves right, but they would not have counted the reading of the Megillah and similar to it with the mitzvahs that were given to Moshe Bissina. He says the language of the Gemara and Shavuos. We only know about the mitzvahs that they were commanded on Mount Sinai. Mitzvahs shasidim lishchadish. What about the mitzvahs that are destined to be renewed? Kigoy mikra megillah minayin. That, like for reading of the megillah, for where do we know that, uh, I guess, that you have to do them? Talmud loymar. Kimu vikiblu. Kimu mashikiblu. They have accepted, they fulfilled that which they have accepted. That they continue to, uh, to accept the mitzvahs that came from the rabbis. mitzvah, and that is they believe in every mitzvah, and that means that they accepted that they will believe. So it means kimu kiblu, kimu mashikiblu. They fulfill the, the, the new accepted mitzvahs. They continue to to do the meaning, even though what they've accepted upon themselves, they continued. The way the Rambam learns that it's uh, that it's applying to the new mitzvahs that came about, that they fulfilled those mitzvahs that came about, uh, what were instituted by the prophets of the sage afterwards. Uh, so then the Rambam is raised further. I'm also I'm surprised 
Why? He doesn't mention the name who he's referring to, but he's definitely going after someone over there. So he says, I'm surprised why they would count uh, the positive mitzvahs which are midrabon, and which is as I mentioned, how come they didn't count the prohibitions that midrabon? And they're only counted, they figure out to count the, the positive, but the rabbon say there's many prohibitions the rabbon put on. Just as they counted in the mitzvah of the Hanukkah lamp and the reading of the Megillah, and the hundred blessings, and the halal, so they should have counted, included in the prohibitions of the prohibitions, included in the prohibitions, they should have counted. The 22 secondary of relationships that are prohibited. The Torah, uh, this allows a close relative that's considered incest. There's a level. But the uh, rabbis added a whole second category. There's 21 new relatives that the rabbis prohibited also relationships. So therefore, they should have counted uh, the other 21 uh, 21 more prohibitions. Uh, Should have counted. Uh, just as each one is a separate prohibition. It's not like the Torah says one time, don't uh, have intimacy with somebody or a relative. The Torah, we count each intimacy as a separate prohibition. So we should have counted another 21 added to it. Uh, like the sages, they explained, they said, that the second is also from the rabbis. Okvar is bar Talmud, and the Gemara explains, the Talmud explains, Shemaimunah Mishnah, when the Mishnah says, Isur Mitzvah, it says it's a prohibition of a mitzvah. What does it mean, a prohibition of a mitzvah? The Gemara says, Isur Mitzvah, Shemaimunah Isur Mitzvah, Reitzer Boy Hashniyas. It means the secondary. The Easter mitzvah means the secondary category of relation or relative, the second level of relatives. And they said, but my mitzvah, so what is the Easter of a mitzvah? It's a mitzvah, because it's a mitzvah to listen to the sages. So it's an Easter that is based on the mitzvah to listen to the chachamim. That's why we have a new prohibition of those secondary categories. So how come they didn't count that? This is the Rambam's uh, con- in conclusion. What is the rule of this? Had we counted every positive thing that the rabbis tell us to do, and every prohibition that the rabbis tell us not to do, it would go up to thousands, many thousands. We're not talking about 630 mitzvahs anymore. And this is clear. The rule is that anything which is based on the rabbis shall not be counted part of the 613 mitzvahs. Because this klal is all written in the Torah, it's just the Torah, but there's no the Torah has nothing that has been instituted by the Rabbana. The Torah has only the laws of the Torah. The Torah does not include any laws that are later on instituted by the rabbis. 
ואומנם, היועצים מיינים קצת הדברים שהם דרבונו. This fact, that they count certain matters that are from the rabbis. And at the same time, and they don't count. Some they do, some they don't. And they do it they just, their own choice. They choose. We're going to count this and not going to count this. Rambam says, That's a matter that I cannot accept under no circumstance. Let anybody say whatever they say, but the Rambam says, I can't, I'm not going to accept that. So how here we explain this principle and the evidence, the Rambam says, so that there's not a doubt remaining to any person that this is the principle. The second principles of the principle, the Rambam brings down, the second principle is that it's not fitting to count those items as part of the 613 mitzvahs or the 248 positive mitzvahs or prohibitions. So we don't count. And, and the question is what we're trying to establish, as the Rambam said in the earlier in the introduction, we're trying to establish how do we get the number 248? That's a number that's quoted in the Talmud. And there has been dissent, the disagreeing opinions how to get to the number of 248. The purpose of this Rambam's book is basically to show you 248 mitzvahs from the Torah. But first he has to tell you why, giving you the principles, why he's counting some, why he's not counting other, how he makes those decisions. And those are based on 14 principles. So now we're learning the, step, the second principle. The Rambam says that we cannot count you cannot count uh, anything that we learn out from one of the 13 uh, measures which the Torah is expounded. Uh, the measures that the Torah expounded means when the Torah does not clearly state something, it's not clearly in the Torah, it's only something which is expounded. And there are 13 different measures which the Torah can be expounded, which means when something is not written clearly, but we can learn it out. We say it in the morning before we start the praying. We bring, bring down the uh, Rabbi Shmoy Loimer. We learned over there that the various different things. There's other ways. This would be other ways that we're including more, uh, more than what the Torah is articulated. So he says like this. We have already are explained, articulated in the opening of our book when, uh, on the explanation of the Mishnah. The Rambam has a Pirusha uh, Mishnayis, an interpretation of the Mishnah, which the Rambam wrote. So the Rambam, in that introduction over there, in the beginning over there, I wrote that most of the laws of the Torah have been derived from the 13 measures of which the Torah is expounded. And the law that is learned from a measure, from those measures, sometimes there will be disagreement about the law. The law that says in the Torah is no question, but sometimes in the laws that are expounded from uh, the 30 measures will be a disagreement. There are certain laws that we have interpretation that they have been passed down straight from Moshe Rabbeinu. Um, over there, there's no disagreement. It's passed down from generation to Moshe. But it's not something that the rabbis had to sort of uh, uh, figure out. Uh, 
So even those that are not this, uh, there's no dissent, there's no disagreement, but you bring a proof to that uh, from the one of the 13 measures. Because from the wisdom of the verse that we can find a hint in the Torah, it will point to that, that when we have a traditional interpretation, the fact that we find a hint in the Torah to that interpretation shows for the authenticity of that tradition. Or there is a equation that we, we compare in another, another way. So we explained it already over there. So he says, So since this would be so, so not everything that we find that the sages have learned out from the uh, comparing the 13 measures that the Torah is, we're not going to say that was said by Moshe Bissinai. And we're also not going to say in everything we find in the Talmud uh, that they did say that it's that is Rabbonah. So in other words, what he's saying sometimes it'll be by tradition. He says it depends. The 13 measures can be sometimes they are totally taken out of the 13 measures. So that means that they're not by tradition. So then we can't count them as part of the Torah commandments. And, 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 and sometimes they are a tradition. They point to something tradition. And just the 13 measures are just, uh, the hinting from the 13 measures are just substantiating what we have by tradition. So then we, we could. So when you see in the Talmud certain things, it says we can't always yes and we can't always no. It really depends upon what the origin is. The fikoch. So what is the fitting? How do we know? What is the decision? Which one is counted as the mitzvah? Anything that you don't find written in the Torah. And you're going to find in the Talmud that they learned it in one of the 13 measures. If the sages themselves articulated, and they said, this is part, a body of the Torah. This is a Torah body. On that law that they have learned from the 13 measures. They'll say, this is biblical. If that's the language that they use, then it's fitting to count it. Then we're going to count it because they said that this is biblical. Since the ones that receive the tradition tell us that that's from the Torah, then we accept that. If they don't say that, they don't articulate that, they didn't say anything about it. Then it comes from the rabbis. Then it's no longer why. There is no pasuk that points to it, so there is nothing. So there, it becomes the rabbi. He says, The reason why we have mistakes, how to expound this, and that will also be. Uh, the root of what they have uh, making a mistake, the others. Uh, so he says, and that's why he counted, again, to whoever the Rambam was referring to, he counted the uh, fear of the sages, uh, the years of Chachamim, they called it, it's a positive mitzvah. So what is the, how did he come to that? What brings him to this is, 
It's according to what it seems to me, the statement of Rabbi Akiva. It says over there, Rabbi Akiva said, As It says, God, your God, you should fear. And the Talmud says, It comes to include the sages, because the Torah could have just said, Fear God. It says, Es Hashem So the word Es is a hint that also, not only Hashem, but also the sages should also have Yira. So, so the person thought that anything which come, we reach out by an extra is, 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 is part of the rule that it's a Torah, it becomes a Torah command because this is one of the ways the Torah is expounded through an extra word. So he thought since the Torah expounded an extra word, now that becomes a biblical command. It's one of the 248 had this matter been as they thought so he says uh, why don't they count, count the honor that one has to give to the mother's husband let's say it's not your father but it's your mother's husband you have to give him honor and or HSAV or the wife of your uh, father also, you have to know they should count the mitzvah from the atzmer. They should count it a separate mitzvah, which is mechuberes el kibud of aim. They are next to, uh, they are connected to honoring one's mother and father. There's also an additional, as we're going to say, there's an additional expansion, expounding that we also include the wife's, the the the, the mother's husband or the father's wife that you have to do. The same thing is the chen also honoring your older brother. It means the oldest brother. Because <coughs> how do we know that we're supposed to honor these people? These people we learn how do we know that we have to honor them? We learned this biribu. We learned it out through extra. There's an extra. Amru because they said kabed es avicha. It says Instead of saying kabed avicha, it says kabed es avicha. Honor your father with the extra word es. That is coming to include your older brother. So that means that you have to uh, respect him as well. They said es avicha. It says another time he said your es avicha. That's coming to include the husband of your mother. And then we also say the es imecha. And your mother, and the word S, instead of just saying the imecha, the extra S, is the rabbis eshevicha. That's coming to include the wife of your father. Just as they said, that you should fear God, which includes the tamidei chachamim. So also over there, it is an extra S over there. So how come these people counted this and that, not that? Why do they only count uh, the, the fear of a chacham? And not the honor of the, all the other people that we learn out from the Hebrew. Uh, it says in their, calls it their foolishness, so their, their ideas has got them, to, got them into more trouble. He says, even more difficult than this. That is, when they found a, an expounding in a verse, Yishayiv Hadrasha Hu Lasis Pulo. So from that expounding, that will obligate. Wait, by the way, this is the Ramam's view. There is a whole book written with commentaries from the Ramban. I know they disagree with the Ramban in a lot of these cases. So this is not the final word. 
final word of the Rambam that we're studying now. But there is a lot of objections, and there's a cipher. Whatever, whatever somebody writes something. Yeah, there's a there's like there's the published works. <coughs> is uh, we just do sefer mitzvahs, but there's the sefer mitzvahs, and then underneath it, there's a whole bunch of you know outstanding commentators from his generation. I mean, who disagreed, disputed a lot of Nachmanis. the things. A lot of yeah, Nachmanides uh, rejected, and and others and uh, objected to a lot of what he said. So and and they were you know taken in and out. I mean, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of talk about. It. But we're learning just the basic now, and then later on there is a lot more to discuss. But let's just go on. So he says. So what happens is so they found something in the pasuk, and so then it comes out that you must do something, uh, an act of act, you must do something or not to do something so we learn it out from expounding a verse the Rambam says without a doubt they're only from the rabbis and uh, they counted as part of the mitzvahs even though the Pasik meaning, the meaning of the Pasik is don't turn away from those matters because they've expounded it from the verse. And notwithstanding the rule that they taught us, peace unto them, when they taught us, our rabbis told us, that the verse does not leave its simple meaning. So you always have the simple meaning. Uh, so, uh, so he's saying like this, that even though the simple meaning, they counted a mitzvah of the Torah just because there's an expansion of here, notwithstanding the fact that the simple meaning doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that at all. It, does, it doesn't mean that at all. And we know that we should go by the simple meaning of the verse. And they still say that that's the Torah. Uh, even though the Talmud asks in all places, the Talmud says, What is the actual Pasuk speaking about? Uh, so he says, uh, So when they find the Pasuk, uh, they learn from it many things uh, to, uh, to 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 explain and to prove uh, uh, so he the, 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 so in other words saying notwithstanding that the simple meaning of the positive doesn't say that but these people uh, are always saying when the Gemara says well what is the actual positive what is it talking about and yet when they found the Pasik, the still, the Gemara is, uh, refers to what is the Pasik actually talking about, and yet we still learn out various other things from that same Pasik. And uh, he says, those who rely on this thought that because it comes from the Pasik, everything becomes a mitzvah, so they count part of the positive mitzvahs, visiting the sick, and comforting the mourners, and burying the dead. Because there is an expansion, expounding as we mentioned, uh, because the Torah says, Torah, the verse says, You should teach them the path they should go in there. So, what does it mean, the, the path? There is like a path. 
What does it mean, the path? The path means that is act of kindness. So the path refers to act of kindness. They should go, that refers to visiting the sick. The extra means bearing dead. What means this is the dinim, the judgments. They should do uh, this beyond the letter of the law. So we have a verse here which tells us to visit the sick, to bury the dead, to do the judgment, and to go beyond the letter of the law. So they thought every act and act from these acts is its own mitzvah. Every time you do something, it's its own mitzvah. They don't realize that all these acts and that are similar they all go under one mitzvah from the mitzvahs which are written the Torah Bebir clearly love thy fellow as yourself these are all extensions of that mitzvah going along this way they also counted the calculating of the seasons is a mitzvah because there is an expansion it says the Torah says that the Torah, the Pasuk says that the Torah is your wisdom and your understanding. He said, what, what, what is our standing that the people appreciate? What kind of wisdom and understanding that the Jewish people display that the nations of the world see? This must be the calculating of the seasons and the different things. So he says, uh, and, and and if you count or these ones counted what is more than explained here and the will count what is more fitting to count it and uh, they can even count more than this to counting one of the 13 attributes the Torah is expanded so then we can count so ilu if you would count what is even more articulated than this, and you're going to count everything that is fitting to count from these psukim, then you will get thousands. Uh, so it says, And maybe you're going to think, Maybe you think that I don't want to count them because I'm doubting their, their authenticity. Maybe they're not true. Uh, and maybe that measure, what they're learning is, maybe it's correct or not correct. In other words, I'm running away because maybe I don't agree or something with that. That's not the reason, he says. But the reason is, anything that is learned, there are merely branches from the roots. That were said to Moshe in articulated those are the 613 mitzvahs these become branches also Moshe's own uh, uh, inferences that he learned out they're not from the Torah either even Moshe himself even if Moshe himself would expound would have learned that learning we would not count it we're just not saying we're not taking it up we're just saying that's not part of the mitzvahs and the proof for all this is because the Gemara in Tumura says it says 1,700 light and more strict similar words with Dukhi Sofer and 
uh, particulars of the scribes, they've forgotten them in the days of mourning of Moshe. And yet, who was a great sage later on, he said he was able to bring them back from his own expansion. So he, he brought them back. So he says, when if these were all these forgotten ones, so how much was the was the general? What was the main rule, the central rule, that this number was forgotten from it? It's not true to say that uh, they were forgotten for them everything that they knew. We didn't say everything they knew. Uh, and it goes without a doubt that those laws that they can learn out from and other ways which are the measures uh, that we learn could be many thousands they were known because they were forgotten during the day of Moshe Rabbeinu's morning so here you have it so even if they were in the days of Moshe, we don't call them Torah commanded, we just call them articulated suffering. So it's clearly that the 630 mitzvahs that were said to Moshe, we're not going to learn, we're not going to count in them everything that you can expound in the 30 measures. That would apply even in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu. And they were there, and they were forgotten. He says, Certainly we cannot count amongst them that which we take out in the later times. But we will count that which was by tradition received from Moshe. Those who are um, giving over, if they say you can't do it, the Torah is prohibition, or this is the Torah itself, then we will count him. Because that is known by tradition, and not by equation. It's not our own equation that comes by tradition. And however, we still mention that it's a hekish, even in those traditional. So why do we prove then? So then so let's just keep it in the standard by itself, traditions. Why do we even use the expounding? That's only Laharis Chokmas Akosuf, just to show you the wisdom of the Pasik Meshivan Pirisha Mishnah explained in the explanation Mishnah. So the 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 reason why sometimes we are using the verses to expound them, the extra letters, words, or the other ways that the Torah is expounded is just to show you that what we have by tradition is actually hinted in the Torah. But that's not the source. So basically the Rambam says over here that anything that you expound, which is not clearly written in the Torah, would not qualify as being told to Moshe Rabbeinu of the mitzvahs on the Sinai. Besides those that are clearly supported as halacha l'moshe Sinai, they would qualify as that. We'll continue with the third principle of the Rambam. Um, and over here he writes the Rambam that it's not fitting to count uh, mitzvahs which do not... 
apply for generations. In other words, there were certain mitzvahs Hashem commanded, which was only for that time, for when the command was. But it wasn't a mitzvah that goes for generations. So he says like this. I want you to know, the Rambam says, thank you. When it states, uh, when our sages, when they say in the Talmud, Taryag mitzvahs namrullah l'moshe b'sinai, that there were 613 mitzvahs told to Moshe in Sinai. Baruch atah Adonai l'heinu malachu yedem shahak o'en nevi dvoyot. Oh yeah. Uh, later. Okay, thank you. Um, I already made the shahakol, and you have to make it with note before the shahakol. So, so I'm going to wait with that. Okay. So now, so he says like this. So, that language tells you, you can see, that it shows about a, that a number of mitzvahs which apply for the generations. Why? Because the fact the language is, they were said to Moshe on Sinai, right? That's what it says. Because because if we're talking about a mitzvah which does not apply for the following generations, so there is no connection, there's no tie to Sinai. Why are they related to Sinai? What difference does it make whether they were set at Sinai or not? They have nothing to do in Sinai. What did they mean when they said they were set on Sinai? The main Torah that was given was at Sinai. And that's when Hashem, blessed, said, Go up to me uh, to the mountain and I will give to you. So to explain this, what does this verse mean? The sages tell us, which is the Pasik, it says, which means like this. So what he says, which is the Pasik, he says it's the numerical, the gematria of the word Torah. Because Torah is 400, the Tav, and 6, and the Rej is, is, is 200, so that's 606, and the Hay, so it's 611. So you have, so the number is actually Torah, Vutav Rejudalev, that's 611. And then if you add that to then you have, because Moshe Rabbeinu actually gave us over all the Torah, but the two mitzvahs we heard directly from God. The first two commandments, were actually commandments of Hashem. I think they're so loud over here, I can't hear myself. Think. So let's go out to talk about the observation of the of the mitzvahs of, of believing in God and and and, and not uh, not uh, adding any other deities uh, to, to God um, so he says um, and this would make up the number 613 uh, so what do they want by giving us this sign so that means that those items that Moshe Rabbeinu told us and we only heard it from him is the number of Torah, the number of 613. And that's why it's a Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe. What we heard just from Moshe was 613, uh, was 611. And, uh, and the rest came, two came from God. And he calls them an inheritance for the community of Jacob. But if it's a mitzvah which doesn't apply for generations, it's not an inheritance. It's not for us. These these mitzvahs are supposed to be inherited. They're not our inheritance because they don't apply anymore. 
Because what can be called an inheritance, something which is constant for the generation. That's an inheritance. As we say, like the days of the heaven over the earth, means that what? That it's um, as the days goes on, continuously, as the Pasuk says over there with regards to the mitzvahs and the Shema, so that means that it goes on for all generations. And further, and from the fact that he also said he's trying to prove that the temporary mitzvahs are not really the mitzvahs which are our inheritance. They're not really applied. They don't go for the generations. We need them to be my Russia an inheritance. Also, the fact that they said, that every limb and limb is as if it commands the person because the 200 and the 48 correspond to the 248 limbs, so as if each limbs instructs the person, Basiyah's mitzvah, for doing the mitzvah, and then you have the 365, and every day it is like the day telling you don't do another sin, which is the 365, which equals the days of the of the solar year. So that is also evidence, so that means that the number of 613 should never be lacking. You know that we should have all the time. Our body should tell us we have to do 248 mitzvahs. Our uh, time of the year should tell us we have to prohibit 365. But if those mitzvahs cease to exist, we're no longer telling you. So then what, what are we saying? 245 mitzvahs? There is no 245 mitzvahs. Why would our limbs be corresponding to mitzvahs which no longer apply to us? It would be sort of in the past. Uh, if we would include in the number of mitzvahs those that are not applicable for generation so then this uh, rule, this number will be lacking when the mitzvah is, 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 is finished when we don't longer have the mitzvah because it's only a mitzvah for temporary now all of a sudden we don't have no more 248 mitzvahs now we have 247 can you give an example? well we're going to see other examples he sees over here you're going to see. But he's giving you now the principle to understand that the 248 need to be all the time. We can't stop all of a sudden the limbs. If we're giving it, if we're connecting it to the limbs, it means that it's something which is applicable for as long as the person is alive, for as long as the uh, solar is there. So we have the 248 and the 365. So he says, uh, Then this statement would not be whole, would not be complete, would not be true. Only in a limited time, when there is that particular mitzvah, and later on it ceases, but it wouldn't go on for all the time. So he says, Tos mishamona mitzvahs It's a mistake. Those who call, or those who count mitzvahs that are only for a certain time. Ukvar to gam And this has been already a mistake made by others in this principle. Umono, and he counted, and he adds the word when he was pressed, because he couldn't come up with 248 mitzvahs. So because he was pressed, he counted which mitzvah? Uh, the Pasik says that when they would uh, put, uh, take apart the, the, the sanctuary as they were traveling, so that was only done by the 
people that were designated for that, and they yeah, and, and the special from the Levites, and he says you cannot come in to see. Uh, they weren't, you know, when they went into the holy, uh, uh, holy of holiest. It says they shouldn't come in to see when the kodesh was covered up because they weren't supposed to see in the holy of holiest. So they counted them. Also, Ma also counted oid, and he shouldn't oid. Uh, I think it should be here. Levim talks about like after fifty, they're no longer fit to to serve anymore. So they count them also. Uh, no, no, this is not, uh, this is talking about while well, they were carrying the tabernacle, you know, the carrying. So after 50, they no longer carry it. So the question is, he says, so they counted the They had no application for generations to come. It was only in the desert that they, they, they did it. There is a hint for somebody who would steal the kasua, that's a vessel of the Beis Hamikdash, Because it says, So, in other words, so they say that when one steals that, uh, it's hinted in the verse, they should not come in to see when this Kodesh, because going in there, he sort of is seeing. So they, this, so it would almost seems like the verse should apply for all generations, because if somebody steals something, it's also connected to the verse. But he says that's not really the meaning of the verse. It's sufficient. They just said it was a hint, they said. That means that the simple meaning of the verse is not so. It's not really a mitzvah to apply. It is also not included in those who would be liable for death by the, uh, by the heaven, by, by heavens. As it was explained in Tosefta and Sanhedrin. He says, I'm surprised on the one who counts these prohibitions. How come then he wouldn't count by it says by the mana? It says, No man should leave over till the morning. Don't uh, surround Moiv, don't start up war with them. Those were at that time timely things. Why doesn't he count them? Also, there's a warning by the uh, the descendants of Ammon out to Tzurim al don't besiege, don't siege, don't place a siege around them, don't start up with them. So, why doesn't he count those? He should also count amongst the positive mitzvahs, Amroi, when Hashem said, make this, they had a copper, uh, a snake copper, and make it on a, on, a, uh, on a stick, on a stick to show off. On a pole, and also it says, Take one little jug, take a jug, and place a full omer of a uh, measure of mon as a testimony for generations. Why doesn't he count down? Just like he counted, and this is in the positive side, um, the um, separation of the taxes when they came back from the war over there, he counts that as a mitzvah, and he also counts. Uh, the mitzvah of um, of uh, the dedication of the mizbeach, he counts it as a mitzvah, but that was only a, a temporary thing. It applied only at that time. 
So v'chein yimno hayin nechayin u'shloishis yomim, and he also counts the be ready for three days before matan Torah. Shem said, be ready for three days. V'chein and he also counts gamatzim v'bokal yiru. Also the sheep and the the sheep and the cattle should not feed next to the month valyer solasis, and they should valyer solasis. Another prohibition against going up to sea. But I'm kumayelu, and a lot is lot like this. V'loyis tapik bal seichel. And a person with logic will not have a doubt. That these are actually all mitzvahs that were told to Moshe as a command and a warning. However, but they were all temporary. They weren't applicable for generations. That's why we don't count them. So there is. And because of this principle, it's not fitting to count the brachas who closed by Grizim and Evil, the blessing and the curses that came on Mount Grizim and Evil, and also not the building of the sanctuary of the, of the, of the altar. That we were commanded to build when we come in the land of Canaan. For these are all mitzvahs that are temporary. The loy hatzivi also counts the command that we were instructed that we should bring as an offering any animal that we want to eat it. We should bring as a carbon shlomim. That's a mitzvah. I mean, the person can eat it, but he can bring it also as a carbon and eat the other parts. Because this was only an instruction the midbar alone over there. That that mitzvah to bring it as a carbon. He said to bring it to Hashem. They said, It's a positive mitzvah. It only applied in the desert alone. Didn't we bring sacrifices to the first and second temple? No, no, no. But that mitzvah to bring Yikshlogim to the bed, you know, what you want to eat to bring it to the temple. Later on, you just eat what you know, there's no mitzvah to bring it to. You can bring a carbon, yeah. but the mitzvah that what you want to eat, oh. that you bring it to that was only then. Over there, the Torah allows you to just eat. You don't have to bring it. In those days, there was a stipulation. Before you can eat any meat, you had to bring a part of it to the Mizbech. That was only in the desert. But later on, if you want to eat meat, you just shecht and you eat it, as we do. When Hashem said, you can eat meat as you want, as you desire. I'm sorry, some vegetarians over there. But Amin. Had we had to count anything of this type, which was temporary, so everything that Moshe instructed from the day that he prophesied till he died, without the mitzvahs, without even including those mitzvahs that apply to generations, more than 300 mitzvahs. If we will count every command that came also in Egypt, we will have more than 300 mitzvahs. Everything that came during the inauguration on the, in the Meluim, how they should appear, and the others. They're all written in the Torah. There's some positive and there's some prohibitions. So since he is, in any event, he's prevented, he can't count them all. So then he must follow. He can't even count one of them. So if the principle is that we don't count mitzvahs that don't apply for generations, so you can't pick and choose and count one or not the others. Uh, and not like the one besides the other person, again, is not mentioning my name, that he took certain item because he needed help 
Kashigilim Tzamitzvah. He was making an effort to find the number. How do we get 248? So he arbitrarily chose some of the mitzvahs to include them in the 248. He says, no, you can't do that. He says, if you count them all, you don't count nothing. The principle. This is what we intended to explain in this principle. The Rambam wants to explain this principle that you don't count it at all. But he's going to give you the 248 without having to come to that, to that number.